Welcome to the Mediumship Sisters podcast. Follow our evolution as we explore spirit, share stories, teachings, guests, and our soul's path. We are your hosts. Hello and welcome to the Mediumship Sisters podcast. This is episode 15 of season 4 and I'm so excited to share today um, my shamanic Reiki circle and many of you know that I sit in a mediumship circle um, and I have um, been developing and practicing and working professionally doing mediumship and shamanic healing for probably since 2020 really and um, I have been part of shamanic Reiki worldwide since 2019 Um, it has been a huge impact in my personal healing in my professional growth as a healer and has awakened my gifts and I feel like it's a beautiful way to find your purpose um, through the practices the teachings and the deep dives that shamanic Reiki worldwide does and gives you permission to go there and expand our consciousness and bring in beautiful um, awareness of guides and loved ones and spirit and animal totems and nature spirits and just slowing us down in order to hear hear it so that we can incorporate it into our everyday life and I'm so excited to share Um, some of my shamanic sisters here today and um, yeah so I'm excited for you to meet them all so enjoy our episode together hello and welcome welcome everyone Um, today I am with a wonderful group of women that I've been in circle with um, for the last year and we are considered a clan gathering that we do where we meet monthly and we talk about our our healing path and our teaching exploration in shamanic reiki we are all part of shamanic reiki worldwide we are evolving teachers and um in the ev1 program and i thought it would be a wonderful way to share their voice by having them come on the podcast and introduce themselves and share a little bit about our shamanic path together. We are all unique, and we come from different parts of the country, some internationally, and um, I'm excited to share them with all of you. So I'm going to just call on Karen. Karen, um, please share, you know, where you're from um, and a little bit about yourself so that when uh, we get into conversation, we can um, recognize your voice. Thank you, Paige. Thank you for having me today. I really appreciate it. So um, I'm Karen Reed. I grew up in Ohio. I've been here for 50 plus years. And um, I am just so grateful for this path and where it's taken me. Um, I grew up in nature. My mother was a nature school teacher and an elementary school teacher. So I was very grateful to grow up in that environment. And so that led me to 
after a career in corporate banking, which was not my love, but it was necessary for quite a while, um, led my husband and I to have a garden center. And so we've been running a garden center for the past 12 years. And when I decided that I wanted to embark on this path of shamanic Reiki and healing and herbalism, aromatherapy, I started opening up the garden center to a wide range of healing modalities of education. So that's where I'm practicing now. Um, now that I've been through two years of shamanic Reiki and I'm just loving it, loving life, loving the connection with the community. Um, I'm near Yellow Springs, Ohio, which is just about 30 minutes outside of Dayton, Ohio, kind of in the middle, <laughs> um, in the countryside. And um, I'm fortunate I, I have a few acres to practice and, and be with nature on a daily basis. So, yeah, I'm just, just so grateful. Oh, thank you, Karen. And then I would like to invite Rose to share about herself a little bit. Welcome, Rose. Thank you, Paige. It's wonderful to be here with you all today. Um, my name is Rose, and I live in central Pennsylvania. I've been on the shamanic Reiki path for two years. Um, before, I was working as a physician assistant, and then a friend of mine, Gabby Winquist, she uh, had done a training in shamanic Reiki uh, four years ago. And she said, she was telling me about it. She was so excited. And as soon as she said shamanic Reiki, it just like my soul left within me. I was like, I want to be a part of that. <laughs> and so I, so I learned more and I became a client of Gabby's. And that was wonderful. And I was working full time and that was wonderful support and helped me evolve and decide to transition and uh, learn how to teach Shimonic Wiki, how to offer that to others because it touched my life so deeply. Um, it really is an empowering journey, a beautiful journey that helps me connect more deeply with nature and I just really wanted to offer that to others so it's been a phenomenal community it's just been um, life-changing truly and it's helped me come home to myself it's been really um, deeply meaningful <laughs> and transformative I mean I feel like it's been like a death resurrection and rebirth process indeed <laughs> so i'm grateful to be here with you all today and grateful i think most of us have been together for the past two years really in different ways and it's just it's been really really special so so grateful to know each and every one of you oh thank you rose i love that i'm gonna invite carrie to share welcome carrie Thank you, Paige. Um, thank you, everybody. My name's Carrie Casey, and I'm from the Bay Area, uh, California. I live in Woodside, California, which is about 30 minutes south of the city. 
And I started studying Reiki about five years ago um, and really was coming to Reiki um, after having a really um, difficult experience with one of my, my children who had an, an illness that we didn't have a diagnosis for for about six years. And so when I started doing Reiki, it was, it was really kind of to, you know, try to regulate myself, try to regulate my family in a, in a sort of crisis situation. Um, but what started happening is I started having all of these um, psychic openings as well. And at the time I was working as, um, as what I like to call a part-time academic, um, I, I used to be a, a dancer, which has been a really important part of my life. And then I, I went on and um, got a PhD in dance history and was teaching dance history and giving lectures at various places um, around the, the Bay Area, just wherever, you know, wherever there was a performance, they'd call me in and I'd do a lecture about something. And, and I love this work, but it really, it really wasn't, um, it, it, I felt like something was missing um, from this work as well. Um, and that combined with, you know, the, the family experience that we were having really prompted a, a deep period of questioning for me about, you know, what, you know, what is my real purpose here? And, and really thinking also too, into, you know, and feeling into what, what was this, what is this love for dance that I have that's never gone away, that's still just so incredibly powerful and present for me. And I think now, especially this year, this year has been such a transformative, incredible, beautiful year. Um, things have really come full circle for me where I now understand how dance and Reiki are so connected and how they are just, you know, that bringing the two together um, is really what I'm here to do. Um, they're both forms of energy, very powerful forms of energy, ways to move energy through the body to, you know, release, enliven, restore. Um, and I'm I'm really just starting to explore how how the two can be used together in a in a healing practice and I'm deriving so much joy from that. And um, I have to say that every single person on this call has been such an important part of that process. And I'm incredibly grateful for everyone here. It's just so unique to find such authenticity and, and vulnerability and kind of realness. And I think that is the thing that really, really draws me to this work. Um, and that I feel is, is missing in a lot of areas, other, other areas of life, but that is so present here. And so um, I'm really deeply grateful for that. Um, so that's, um, that's all I'll say for now. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. I would like to invite Anya to um, share about herself. Welcome. So much, Paige. Thank you for having me and for organizing uh, our group <laughs> together for, for this uh, um, meeting. Um, I'm happy that I'm practicing shamanic reiki uh, i find it fascinating and magical my path to shamanic reiki started actually with shamanic reiki 
back in 2015 uh, when I was um, practicing yoga uh, while living in New York City. Um, I started um, you know, paying attention to my colleagues, yoga teachers and uh, practitioners of yoga to talk about other modalities of their work and uh, how they could uh, supplement teaching yoga with uh, some other um, practices. And uh, I think I, I can't remember even now exactly how I discovered that there was a training in Shamanic Reiki in one of the yoga studios that I was frequenting. And I got so interested that I think at that time I was traveling and I flew back to New York and I attended this first uh, uh, Shamanic Reiki workshop uh, with Jonathan Hammond. He was my first teacher. Uh, and ever since I've been hooked and I've been continuing my education in this uh, field um, and started practicing with uh, on other people and myself. And I found uh, very hmm, interesting things hap happening uh, after I practiced it with someone because I, I was getting interesting feedback. So it was all really amazing and fascin fascinating to me. Um, and then I had the personal um, um, experience in my life uh, that uh, was very um, sad and uh, traumatic in a way while I was in, in, enrolled in some of the, of the programs. And that's when I encountered the program that um, was created by Shamanic uh, Reiki Worldwide. And uh, I entered this program because I wanted to expand my knowledge, of course, and I wanted to learn new things, but I also wanted to experience it firsthand on myself as a, um, as a way for healing this uh, traumatic experience and to go through this as a kind of a firsthand uh, um, recipient and to, to learn things from the inside. Um, and uh, ever since I'm staying with this program <laughs> and uh, it's been very interesting and like I said, fascinating and uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that uh, I'm continuing on this path that I'm helping other people, that I'm learning new things and I'm, I'm more connected, staying more connected uh, and grounded, more connected to nature and more connected to other people. And I'm happy that I'm meeting my friends, new people in uh, in this program and I'm and just feel very I feel very supported and um, at peace. <laughs> oh, I love that. Thank you. Thank now, you. Anya, you're you're in Greece, right, right now, but you're also from originally. Yes. From I just wanted to share that because 
you are in other countries. You're actually up late at night when we're recording this. <laughs> so thank you for being a part of it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, I stumbled upon this and I knew of Stacy Gibbons, I want to say in like 2017, um, I live in the same state she lives in. She lives only about 40 minutes from me. And she is one of the co-founders of Shamanic Reiki Worldwide. And um, not until 2019, I finally came across, I was finally ready to to uh, embark. Um, I was like, I, I know that I need to do Reiki training, but traditional Reiki I had um, done before and it wasn't exactly what I was looking for. And when I came across um, Stacy's offering for uh, Shamanic Reiki level one and two, I just knew that it was something I had to do. I, I figured it out and was just like, my heart was pulling me to it before I even figured out like the logistics of like, if I could get time off and if it even worked in my schedule. Um, and it was luckily in person. Um so I did that in December of 2019 and had a wonderful group of people in person that we did our training. And it was the first time I think I felt whole. Um, I think like Carrie and probably all of you, we have that kind of intuitive kind of knowing that I've been kind of always knew things about people Um or here and there, something I would understand, I'd be like, oh, I know that about this person, or I'd have this psychic knowing. And it's like, what do you do with that? Right? What do you do when you know these things? Like, what is that? What is the purpose of me having these gifts if I don't know what to do with them? And um, when we did shamanic Reiki, and we were able to do distant healing, and we opened the door, and um, we were looking at someone, um, and, and, and kind of scanning them and, and picking up and then sending healing energy. Um, I knew things about this person that, um, how, how did I know this, right? How did I, how did I know the person was, you know, going through this or had pain here or this or that? And I was like, wow, this is actually how I'm supposed to utilize some of these gifts because I was able to see into this person and then also have the ability to change their energy with sending them shamanic Reiki. And I said, I felt like this was such a wonderful blend of understanding why, why I was here. <laughs> and so when I, I was like, I came home and I told my kids and my husband, I was like, it was funny. I told them what happened. Like, oh, I was able to, you know, read this guy's energy and he was in like Chicago and I'm in New Hampshire, but we were sending him distant healing and he agreed to do it. And we were looking into his energy and I was able to pick up on things that were actually going on in his life, pain in certain parts of his body that I could just tell. And I was like, I, and then we were able to send healing to this person and all of us did it, you know, it was a group healing and how wonderful this was. I just felt like this is, such a wonderful, magical thing. I would just want to keep going and I want to share it with everyone I know. <laughs> um, 
And then I did, I went right into shamanic Reiki master teacher program. Um, and I, and that was in 2020. So that was a really crazy year for everyone with everything that was going on worldwide. And we went from, we had to do our practicum and a lot of it was online or distant because of the things that were going on and people were unsure of, you know, being together. And um, so it was a really interesting time, but within that time, I started like working with clients and um, doing a lot of distant healing, which I still do now. Um, and working with lots of people and actually getting feedback and doing more, not only shamanic Reiki, but working into my medical intuition, because I have a little bit of a medical background. I did physical therapy for a long time and always been drawn to helping people with their health. And um, so started incorporating shamanic Reiki and my medical intuition together. And I was like, wow, this is what I'm supposed to do. So I don't do this completely full-time, which everyone I think has a little bit of a couple things going on. I also am a photographer as well. So I, I have the ability to, you know, make my own schedule and really work in helping people. Um, so that all, um, I just can't get enough of it. I know that sounds, um, maybe odd, <laughs> but, um, I, I love the ability, like you said, to connect with each other on a deep level. It's also, we're helping others, but we're also self-healing at the same time with the program and the practices and the reconnection and then remembering of how we were supposed to be, like this is how we're supposed to be, um, exchanging energy and helping people and um, doing it in a more natural way has really spoke to me. I think like Karen, I said, you were grew up like playing in the woods and just being around nature. Right. I feel like the same. I remember making mud pies and like talking to the spirits and thinking I see fairies out of the corner of my eye and, you know, like talking to animals more so than people in life. And, um, you know, and it was like, what, you know, I felt like this little magical little girl and it's like you grow up and you kind of get programmed into something else. And now I'm kind of like allowing that little girl to come back out because I feel like this, um, this has kind of freed up, freed me of some of those restrictions that life kind of can put on us. Um, it kind of unwound me a little bit, which I appreciate. Um, I didn't know if anyone wanted to share, um, if there was any kind of within this program that we're all in, we're all, we've all been involved in for different amounts of time. Um, but is there something that stands out that, um, that really anchored you into this or, you know, a, or something that you went through that was maybe harder, um, that shamanic Reiki helped you get through? I can share my a little bit of my story real quick about um, that I lost my mom last year. And a lot of people do know that story, but, um, but the perception that I've kind of um, became more aware of myself um, with shamanic Reiki and the practices and the light breathing and, 
the remembering to kind of have some time to have silence and um and that there is a bigger picture to our life like we are here to kind of experience all of this but also to share and love and and I feel like shamanic reiki got me through some of those harder times with ease because it's really shown me how to control my energy, how to slow my breathing down, how to welcome in um, energy from nature to help heal me or to reset my um, nervous system. So I don't know if um, any of you feel called to share about somehow like a situation that maybe or a time that that you really found shamanic Reiki kind of really aided you in your own self and your own, you know, life experience. You want me to call on one of you? (laughs) (laughs) Anyone can share really, really. (laughs) I would share. Uh, So I, uh, I had a personal illness that I, um, had dealt with I ended up with a thyroid issue and I ended up having a what's called a thyroid storm (laughs) self-diagnosed until I went to the physician I knew intuitively shamanic reiki helps with that yeah um so I uh, had um, an inflamed throat to the point that I almost couldn't swallow correctly um and it, it went through a course of about a month. And so I, I used shamanic Reiki practices. Um, I used the moon. I used um, the healing light in the moon. I used um, my allies in nature and my guides. And after I did some ceremony for myself, I was able to calm down the thyroid. Um, the physicians I see still want to put me on medication, which I've refused to do. So <laughs> I'm still working with my herbs, long-term situation. Um, but I had a hard time with uh, fatigue. You know, I didn't understand what was changing necessarily right away. But my my fatigue was pretty heavy and my garden suffered, which hurt my heart. because of it and I I had to call upon my practices I I knew what to do and although still managing through it I got through that urgent situation um, that could have you know cost me some some additional um, physical illness so yeah it was it was an amazing experience that sits with me on how powerful um, universal energy is and that we all can tap into this. It's just understanding how to tap into that skill set, how to trust yourself, trust your intuition, trust your guides. Um, and Paige, yeah, you mentioned you know, the, the childhood realization that we weren't always alone when we were alone in the forest or uh, sometimes at night my house was full of things <laughs> growing up that at times were quite unnerving as a child not understanding what was happening 
but working through this practice now and having the opportunity to work with spirit more and understand that our human eyes don't have the light spectrum to see everything that is around us. And um, it's also comforting to meet other people and clients that get drawn to all of us because of being in this this world of Reiki and shamanic Reiki, uh, I find that our energy is just a little bit more accepting, a little bit more inviting to people to have their voice heard when they're having experiences. I'm kind of going off topic here. But <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's been my experience. Is, is that as I've deepened my my practice and I deepened my understanding of self. And what my purpose is, I've been able to be receptive and, and kind of be a, a place for people to go and say, hey, I had this experience, or I'm glad I can talk to you about this. I've never been able to talk to anyone about this experience. And, um, and that's comforting. It's comforting that I know I can provide that. Um, that space and hold that space for someone else that, that needs it. Oh, I love that. It made me think of, um, you know, I do mediumship professionally. So I do readings and connect people's spirit team or spirit ancestors or their higher um, self sometimes um, and spirit guides as well. And um and that's not um, always accepted necessarily, um, but it's understood more so in this community. I feel like we are really encouraged in the shamanic Reiki to stop and listen to the world around us. And that can be including what we cannot see. Um, because energy, we're all actually here. And like you said, Karen, about the light spectrum are just, our eyes are not attuned to see necessarily all the energy and all the beings that are around us. Um, and, and it can be a little bit overwhelming and it can be a little, um, like I was that little girl who had visitors when I was, um, in my, uh, like at four or five years old and it was scary and nerve-wracking and and um, didn't know what to do with that and um, I think I blocked put those walls up put my barriers up for a long time and then finally was able to allow it to come down in order to welcome um, you know to listen to spirit to welcome it in and um and to know that I'm in a community too. I'm also in a mediumship community, but this community as well, where it is very normal for all of us to have those times and those connections. Um, and especially to our own spirit team or our own loved ones where we, it is very normal and natural and the way we are all designed um, to be able to do that. And we kind of, and I'm really glad that it's, we're talking about it more and we're explaining it more and sharing about it more 
um, because it doesn't make us um, strange. It makes us, it's what unites us all really, because I feel like we all have this. Um, and it's just talking about it can be a little bit um, uncomfortable, you know, um, but I'm glad that um, we're all sharing in this way, because I know I talk to my guides and we all have practices where we tune into our sacred place and we have our guides and um, some are animals, some are plants, some are um, other beings um, and some of our, some of them are our loved ones as well. And um, it's such a unique and wonderful experience um, to be able to have permission to go there. And I think this program really gives us permission to go there, which I really appreciate. Um, I feel very whole in this program um, and to be surrounded by all of you. And we have many more actually in our program, but um, yeah, so I appreciate um, you sharing about the spirit connection because that is something that's very important to me. Um, and I know all of you as well. Does anyone want to share anything about personal connections or something that you might have went through? Like I said, that shamanic Reiki helped you get through a little bit easier. Share a little personal story. Um, I'd I'd love to share a little bit about about spirit guides. Um, you know, just being inspired, but by, by what both of you said. Um, when I started connecting in with spirit guides, I had no idea how powerful and real they really are. And I'd love to share a little bit about um, experience I had, two experiences I had last year. Um, you know, I think that for me, as much as this all feels so real and right to me, there's still that societal conditioning of Oh, if I say this to someone, they're going to think I'm crazy. And you can you can sort of internalize that a little bit and start to feel like I want to I want to be on this path, but I'm you know I'm scared to really to really fully embrace that. And I was having some moments of that last year, um, and then I had a dream where um, a black jaguar appeared to me and started following me all around my house. Um, and, and I kept at like everywhere I looked, this black Jaguar was following me and I was terrified. And I, I was saying to everyone I met this, this Jaguar is going to kill me. It's going to jump up on me and it's going to kill me. Um, the dream ended and I thought, okay, I think, you know, I think maybe there's a message here. <laughs> so I started journeying to black Jaguar, getting in touch with black Jaguar and kind of realizing that this was, um, you know, he was trying to tell me something. There's a part of me that's, that's powerful that I'm, I'm avoiding and I'm scared of, um, like a, like a fierceness or some, some power that I'm afraid of. And then last year in SRMT, when we had our attunement ceremony and attunement ceremony is when you're, um, given symbols, uh, Reiki symbols and attuned to a higher frequency. It's, it's kind of a way of, um, increasing your, your energetic, um, energetic field and your energetic imprint and capacity. 
And I was, I was in my Reiki room at my house, lying on my massage table and Black Jaguar was sitting there with me. And right before they called my name to attune me, I had the thought, I can't do this. I'm not doing this. And Black Jaguar jumped up on me and roared in my face, like, stop it. <laughs> you are doing this. And, um, and it just, it just cracked me up. Um, and, you know, and since then I just, it, Black Jaguar has been this, this source of support for me. Like, even when I am reluctant, um, I know it's the path for me and, but there's still that, that reluctance and like, what a incredible blessing to have this, you know, this unexpected source of support in that way. And it's, I mean, it's, it's very real to me in some ways it's more real to me than what I experience in my day-to-day -day life. So. I love that. Yeah, that that sometimes is hard, right? The the parallel lives that we live within this program and within the healing path. And then, you know, we have to go and do dishes and laundry and, you know, some things that might not be so uh, high vibe, <laughs> you know, or, you know, there's things that come into our lives and can really knock us out of alignment. And then um, it's just such a beautiful path to, to really immerse ourselves in, like you said, the black Jaguar, my first, um, when I first did my animal journey, um, in level one and two, I got an oscillate, which is a baby Jaguar. <laughs> um, and I loved the fact that, um, we journeyed with someone else and we, we laid side by side and, you know, um, we were uh, guided through this journey. And so I picked up their animal and they picked up mine, but we were touching each other like shoulder to shoulder. So then we gifted each other what we saw for the other person, which I thought was really beautiful. Um, and I loved that the oscillate, and it's funny because she's like, I see that you have an oscillate and it looks like a little cat. And she's like, I don't even know what an oscillate is, but she just knew what it was called, which is another beautiful thing within our path. Right. And then I was like, Ooh, I, you know, we, I was like, I'm going to research a little bit and see what, you know, what it, what it is and you know, what it means. And I loved the fact that it was a land, but also that oscillates swim. And so I was like, oh, it's a water and an, a land animal. So I was like, oh, that's perfect because I am like, I love to swim and it's some water, something that I'm really connected to. And I loved that, that it just matched. And I think everyone in our group was, you know, all, all found something within themselves in their, in their animal spirit or in their animal guide that uh, reflected such a beautiful um, need that they needed, but also part of them they saw in this animal as well and it almost gave them courage to like more courage I know it gave me more courage to have a guide that was um more primal instinctual it kind of made me uh listen to that part of myself more so I appreciate that you shared that about yourself um I love that as I can see it in my mind too, when you were telling the story. <laughs> so I love that. Um, Rose or Anya, do you want to share anything? Um, maybe about your guides or anything that you want to share? 
I can share maybe a little bit about my experiences with practical Reiki and shamanic Reiki. I'm very practical. I'm type uh, A, <laughs> and I'm very uh, I very hard for me to get out of my head and not to analyze everything. Uh, and uh, I have a kind of a practical approach to, to Reiki and shamanic Reiki. But what's fascinating to me, what I mentioned, that I see magic in it, even though it's very simple, kind of practical things that you can do even in your everyday life, even within your family, for yourself and for your family. Um, um, you can sense, there's, there's a saying, right? There's no past, there's no future. Reiki doesn't have, uh, doesn't... Um, uh, have uh, limits, it penetrates borders, it penetrates space, it penetrates time. So you can send the energy to your past or to your future or to in the present, like your page mentioned, when uh, giving the energy, healing energy to a person in real time. Uh, so I've been having, you know, some requests or some, uh, sometimes, um, you know, my, some of my family members would ask me to help them with something that's happening in the near future. For example, an important meeting or an important event that's going to happen, let's say tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. And uh, knowing that and knowing that um, um, I can kind of uh, send the energy to this event or to this person, it would help them to maybe get prepared better, get calmer, get more focused, get uh, um, um, more in line and with uh, with the energy of uh, of the event and make it more successful. So I've been doing that, um, sending this energy at distance and um, across time. Uh, I love also um, space clearing and cleansing. I'm very sensitive to the energy inside the closed or walled or roofed spaces, homes or other spaces, public places. So I am very passionate about clearing the spaces energetically. Mm. For example, you know, moving because I move a lot and I, I stay sometimes and I used to stay a lot in Airbnbs. Um, I have a ritual to kind of clear the space before I even put my things out of the suitcase. Uh, and of course, um, my home space, I also care for that where I live or where I stay. Uh, also, I wanted to share actually from last year also two not such happy uh, events in uh, my personal family life, uh, which I found Reiki was helpful. Uh, well, the first one, I, I don't know exactly. Uh, I, I think I want to believe that Reiki helped, but then the whole family was mobilized for, for that because we had a family member who was in coma. Uh, very unexpectedly and uh, in very serious condition. And it was such a shocking um, 
shocking uh, news and experience. And really, I think the whole family mobilized to send the energy to, to this person. Uh, and I did series of um, um, distant baking because I was far away at that time. Uh, I think they physically present close and nearby, even in a different country. Uh, and um, I think uh, I, I used the cards. I used the cards. I, uh, you know, I, I was just uh, trying to pick the information to perceive into the future through the energy with the help of any tools that I had, including divination cards. And I think it was uh, very, um, I felt good about this. And uh, um, the cards, I think, told the truth that what happened at the end. So the person came out and he, he was saved, basically. And, uh, I'm not, and I'm not saying that <laughs> this is just Ricky which did it, but I think the fact that everyone contributed to it and everybody uh, was thinking about this person and send their energy and love was um, was um, instrumental as well as the of course the help of the doctors medical staff and another example of uh, shamanic reiki that was helpful in, again in my family my personal uh, life and close to me um, um, my husband and I uh, were in a car accident um, last year not uh, Luckily, very serious one, uh, but still it was very traumatic uh, for another person was involved in it and it was uh, quite disconcerting and scary and um, you kind of, you're thrown out of your <laughs> um, normal state and normal life and you just kind of even different in different mode completely um and because my husband was driving that was he was behind the wheel but the steering wheel it was very traumatic for him but everyone came out okay at the end after of this but uh, i offered him to work afterwards not right away obviously but uh, afterwards a few days maybe i don't know a week a couple of weeks to work with because he was still kind of thinking and processing and just couldn't get uh, um past it because it's really you don't have car accidents every day right so i offered him to work a little bit uh, shamanically with it and um this way to help him to overcome this trauma and uh, i did um, i think a session maybe two working with a past event and I think that really kind of switched things around a little bit for him and for me I think that's when the Reiki works universally shamanic Reiki works universally when you're giving you're also processing it as a healing for yourself so Reiki doesn't doesn't have uh, um, it's not selective <laughs> so to speak if you if you're there if you're there with your heart if you're in this field uh, you're giving you're receiving and it's it's just you have to have the intention that's the main thing 
Um, that's what I tell every time before I start the session with anyone or when I uh, have some, um, I feel like I need to clarify some, some things or if I have a question somebody asks uh, or before the session, I usually uh, say that um, the main thing is the intention. What is your intention? What are you working with? It can be anything, but if you believe, if you're open, you're not, the Reiki is not going to cause harm. It's, it doesn't do any harm. It only brings uh, healing and positive energy and cleansing. You just have to be open to it. And then be open to magic. It will happen. I love that. I love that reminder that when we give Reiki, we also are receiving it ourselves. That is so true because it has to enter us in order to go through us to get, go to someone else. And it's so beautiful. Um, it's always a win-win. I feel like anytime you have a Reiki session, that's a beautiful reminder. I love that, that you shared that. And it's true that Reiki goes through time and space, goes forwards, backwards, anywhere that it is needed. And I love that you helped your husband with that past event. Um, sometimes people always forget that um, those things can sit in our bodies for a long time, right? any kind of trauma. And instead of always thinking back on it, you can take a step forward and do a Reiki session. And it kind of changes the energetics of could be years ago, but it changes that energetics that sat in us for so long and kind of frees us, frees that space up, heals that space. Um, so I don't feel like there can be any time that, that Reiki can't touch. So I love that you mentioned that. Thank you. Rose, would you like to share? I would love to hear whatever you have to say. <laughs> yes, thank you. I just love what everyone's sharing. This is beautiful. Um, yeah, there have been so many times when shamanic Reiki has helped me get through hard times. And I'll, I'll share some of those. And that's the beautiful thing that I love. Like it is so applicable to our day-to-day -day lives. Um, but one of, one of the times was uh, when I was working in family medicine and during the COVID pandemic. And I was receiving Reiki as a client at that time. And it helped support me in that big transition so that you know I could go to work and help in whatever way I could during those unknown times. And um, it also, you know, loneliness is one of the greatest risk factors for dying. And it was a tool that I saw I wanted to share with people because I was hearing as people were isolated in their homes, not seeing their loved ones. There was a lot of uh, people that was impacting their, their feeling of loneliness. And so I just love being able to learn new ways to share with people for people to understand and, and hopefully be able to connect in with the guides that are around each and every one of us that wherever we are 
wherever we find ourselves, that they're always with us. Um, so that was something really important and that touched my heart greatly and I wanted to share with others. And, you know, I, I worked with, uh, <laughs> at a previous time, I worked in oncology and working with uh, people in pain and palliative care, cancer patients, and some of them were at a time of they were going to die. And it was such a beautiful, blessed time. And you know, there's just so, I could sense so many beings People could sense so many beings and have so many different experiences. And um, that, I, I just love whenever people can sense that too, that during these transitions, it's helpful. And so I thought, well, I want to be able to share that with people at whatever stage of their journey that they're at, that they can be able to realize that we have these beings want to help us and are around us. We may not be able to see them. Some people feel them. Some people hear them. Some people just sense that they're there. So there are different ways that we detect the presence of these helpers of ours. But uh, I, I too grew up uh, on a, in nature. <laughs> First, I just love nature and grew up on a farm for many years whenever I was young and my mother was a farmer and she she ran the farm and I was uh, always out exploring and just so many adventures and one of my uh, two of my good friends <laughs> were uh, uh, the star Venus the planet Venus and um, one day I was exploring and there was an old church building that was on our farm property. It was just you know, old and run down. And I was exploring in there one day and whenever I walked in on the rafters was a snowy white owl. And I was just like, oh. and I just communed with it. You know, I was young, maybe around five. And it just, we were just staring at each other. And nature, animals, plants have just been with me and spoken to me along the journey. But then coming into shamanic Reiki, I gave it a context. Um, and I really feel the synergy of us coming together, me weaving the thread of my life in with others in this container. It was, I was able, I felt, to go deeper within myself and then expand my consciousness outside of myself as well because of this shared container. I don't feel these things would have been possible for me otherwise. I mean, there were experiences yeah, that I've had, but this gave it sort of a context and a container to go deeper with that. And you know, one of the things, another thing that Shamanic Reiki has really helped me with is my father died when I was 25 years old, and my parents divorced when I was 10 years old. And there, you know, there was pain to be processed. Uh, and so I really found in these past two years being able to um, 
can be able to process that pain at a much deeper level that where it really feels complete now. And I had, he's been visiting me in spirit in the form of a hawk and in my dreams for a long time. But then these past two years, I've been able to go deeper with that. And whenever I first started as a client with Shimonic Reiki, he showed up right away. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so it was a beautiful, like my relationship has just continued and grown with him uh, over the years. And, uh, you know, I want to share with people that all, uh, you know, that can be possible. There, there are a lot of mysteries in life and you, know, you never know how things are going to unfold, but the different possibilities, and that has really been uh, very special to me. And, and he's really helped me over these last two years really uh, sort of embrace the sacred masculine essence within myself, which can help support you know, my sacred feminine. So it's helped me become more balanced, which is really wonderful and this shamanic reiki journey has helped me really learn who i am uh, because i feel i i'm in the middle of five children and and just sort of i was always that peacemaker and just i, I didn't have a good understanding of who i was fully like because these gifts get you know pushed aside and i've always been called to heal the body, mind, spirit, like approach, work with people, collaborate with them, with their whole being. And this was the way that I saw that we're all able to do that for ourselves and for others. And it is just this continual cycle of, as we work with others, we, we learn about ourselves. And as we learn more about ourselves, we're able to share more and accompany others, you know, in an even deeper way. And so it's been a beautiful, synergistic, magical, uh, transformative experience. I love that. I love that. I love the, um, the sacred web, right? The web of us all interconnected through time and space, the ability to think that, to, to expand and allow our consciousness to kind of wander and imagine and um, gather all that information, hearing our guides, connecting to our loved ones. It, it's really, it's, it's kind of mind blowing. I feel like um, if you, you know, I look back at myself years ago, I probably, you know, I'm just 50 now. I just turned 50 a little couple weeks ago. And um, I look back, I wish I would have done this, you know, like, I wish I would have done this when I was in my 20s. But I don't think it would have impacted me the same way, probably wouldn't have been able to really be deep with my work or introspective or to work on that shadow self that we all are. <laughs> uh constantly aware of in ourselves um 
but it's just given me permission to like go there to like expand. And I love that our group, I, I love that you said that it's hard, that the group, the wisdom in our circle is what brought us to be able to, I think, expand because doing it alone is just not, we're not meant to do it alone. Um, and so many of us struggle and keep our, keep our um, feelings, emotions in check. And we try not to put too much on someone else. And we try to just deal with everything and, you know, get through it. And I feel like the wisdom of the circle and in this experience and being in a group of like-minded, whatever brought us here, whatever we need to get out of it, we have each other, but we, I see like a piece of myself in Rose. I see a piece of myself in Anya and Karen and Carrie, and I relate to them all of them in different ways, but I can see myself in them. And then it reflects back to me. And I'm just so appreciative of being able to see this way now. I just feel really thankful um, that this circle and the wisdom has just, um, I think this is just beginning. It's kind of how I feel like, you know, like it feels because we just completed a year. We're just about completing a year together in this program. And there's another you know, we can go on with this program as well. Um, but I feel like we're completing a cycle, but I almost feel like it's just like a door is opening is how I feel. Um, and it's like, wow, all the stuff that we've all gone through to in this program is like, we just feel, I feel in awe all the time, like, whoa, like life is just blowing me away with all this beauty, you know, even in the sadness, there's so much beauty in learning and just the, the experiences that we get. But then um yeah I just I'm just so thankful I just feel like the door is opening so I'm glad that all of us are sharing because I feel like the more we come together and share the more we can inspire others to do the same because I feel like we're lifting up you know our vibration is together lifts us up together but then we also can hold others up higher so it's like we're all helping each other with energy and just the container of our energy together is more powerful than than it is when we're alone so didn't know if anyone has any um last thoughts for today I know our conversations will go on and we'll come back and do this again um does anyone want to share any last couple words for today Anyone, anyone, anyone. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for being here. And um, I welcome everyone to, I will put, um, if anyone wants to share any contact information, I will put it in the notes. So if anyone has a healing practice or wants to share, I will put your information there and people can find you and work with you and learn more about you because um, we are all over the country. So um yeah. So thank you again, and we will see you guys next time.